welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome to the podcast. We are so excited that you've chosen to listen in. My name is Dan Carson, and I'm the director for Student Ministry Matters. Our goal is a simple one. We want to invest in those seeking to impact the next generation for Jesus. And we hope that through our conversations here and the other avenues that we offer, you can find community and help as you do the hard work of reaching students. Now, you may have noticed that I've been saying we, and just like you're not alone, as you seek to serve students, I'm not alone either. I have two gentlemen here with me today that are faithful, passionate servants, as I, and I count them as friends, Micah Powell and Chris Vines. Chris is a student pastor at Garrett Memorial Baptist Church of Hope, Arkansas, he is married and has two boys. In addition to his responsibilities at uh, GMBC, Chris serves as the visionary leader for the SOAR conference put on by the Baptist Missionary Association of America. That's each summer. Chris, it's great to have you to be a part of our team. Man, it's great to be here, Dan. Well, Chris, I've given the nuts and bolts of who you are, but um, you know, I'd really like for our listeners to, to understand who we are in a bigger way be, so that when we share with them... Um, They'll understand we're in the trenches with them. Uh, we're working with students. We're fighting through struggles and difficult times. And um, so maybe you could fill us in on the rest. Where are you from? When did God call you into the ministry? Things like that. Sure. Love to. Uh, well, I'm from Arkansas, from a very small town called Buckner, Arkansas. Um, not many people know where that is. So if you do, uh, man, just give a big whoop when you're listening to this. Um uh, like you said, I'm married. I have uh, a wife named Sydney, and I have two boys, Carson and Elliot. Uh, Carson is six, and Elliot is three. And uh, man, they are just some firecrackers in our household. So we love them very much, uh, and they definitely keep us on our on our toes. Uh, I am I am a graduate of uh, Central Baptist College in Conway. Uh, went there from 2008 to 2011. And uh, got a preaching degree, a Bible degree, and um, currently still working on uh, my MDiv, uh, trying to get that master's underneath my belt and just enjoying that ride. Uh, the Lord first called me to ministry when I was 15. Uh, now, I didn't know really what that meant. I just knew the Lord was calling me to say yes uh, to whatever it was he wanted to lead me into, whether that be missions, um, being a pastor, um, a church planner. Uh, I wasn't sure at the time, but uh, the Lord did call me to be a, a youth pastor here at Garrett Memorial Baptist Church. My role has expanded a little bit since uh, I've uh, first started here. I've been here six years, but um, man, just just love what I do. Uh, very, very thankful that the Lord has brought me to Hope, Arkansas. And uh, man, I just, I just love doing ministry. Uh, Chris? You know, I was I was looking the other day at Facebook like we all do, or at least old people like me do. Um, do you have a dog? Did I see a dog in a picture? Oh, yeah. We've got a dog. His name is Winston. He's a schnoodle. Winston. 
A schnoodle? Yeah. What in the world is a schnoodle? He's a part schnauzer, part poodle, but he's mostly schnauzer, which means loud. He's very, very loud. We have, in our home, we have a double doodle. She's half labradoodle, half golden doodle, and uh, she helps my wife at her counseling business. So I love that. They They don't shed. It's awesome. Well, the other voice for our podcast is that of Micah Powell, and Micah is married with a son and has an adoption in the works as well. He has served in a variety of roles over the years, including the areas of students and young adults. He speaks at camps and conferences and has a heart for pastoring. Um, Micah, I'm just I'm glad that you're you and I are able to finally take these steps towards this podcast and making it a reality. Man, it's awesome. I'm super excited about it. God's going to do awesome things through it. You know, it is, it's been a long time coming, um, but for our listeners' sake, you know, I barely scratch the surface on what makes you tick in your background, <laughs> and so uh, share some of, more of that with our audience. I'm not sure how to take that. I, you well, know, maybe we need to go into a Let moment of, okay, I got you. All right, well, man, I'm, I'm from Gravit, Arkansas, uh, Northwest City in Gravit. Go Lions, whoop, as, as my friend Chris said, which is wonderful. Man, I, I'm just a small town guy and uh, got a big heart for people. Um, man, I was I was saved at a young age, at eight, and my dad was actually the person that led me to salvation. And man, he was my discipler. I mean, he was my friend. He was my disciplinarian most times. And Dan and Chris had preach, uh, <laughs> you know, ministry beginning. I was 16, and there was really nothing I wanted to do than to preach the gospel. And I and I've tried to think through doing other things, but man, I just, I saw my dad preach the gospel passionately. I saw speakers at camps speak it passionately and clearly. And I was like, well, I may not be able to do it clearly, <laughs> but you know, I'd love to reach people for the gospel to see people come to know Jesus better. And and so, you know, I knew that when I surrendered at 16, that I would need the equipping and I ran from God for a short time and went to Fayetteville and, lived a, a life of debauchery, sadly. And uh, man, God is good and gave me somebody that loved me to call me out of that. And I uh, went to Central Baptist College. And it's actually, I think, where Chris and I met. <laughs> but uh, yep. I think, yeah, what year were you there? Uh, 2008 was my first year. I'm young. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, so you're so young. <laughs> you know, we're, we're about the same age, I think. But, you know, I was at CBC, and that's where I met my wife. We were in the Singers uh a group that travels and sings to churches and leads worship. And that's where I met her. And short, shortly after we met uh, and we're dating, I, I switched over to the Bible department because I, I wanted to preach the gospel and uh, just gain some tools to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, we, we got married and uh, the fruits of marriage produced a little baby boy that is the spitting image of his poor father. Uh, a little boy, hmm. Dan, is absolutely like i don't even know a red bull in a human body i don't know it's crazy he has got so much energy it's crazy <laughs> you know we got married he's your son. he is my son he's he's energetic you know i can't help it it blesses heart i just i prayed that god would just give him my last name and you know how god works so <laughs> um we've been in ministry you know for about 14 years and it's been awesome and just tremendous. I, I, we have so enjoyed student ministry, worship ministry, adult, 
whatever the church needed and then put ministry at the end of it. Like, you know, whatever the church needs, but a majority of it for 14 years has been for 12 of it has been student ministry. And and we just love students. We love making disciples of these, the, the, this young generation. And, and, you know, we, our passion is discipleship, both my wife and I loving to preach and teach and pour into others. And, and, you know, Chris, we have a dog. Yeah. You know, I like, what, what's the name of yours that you said? What was the name of the, kind of, of dog, dog it was oh he's, he's a schnoodle he's a schnoodle not a snickerdoodle schnoodle. it's a schnoodle nope. a schnoodle oh, man we have an aussie which is like me as a dog you know chasing after <laughs> stuff you know it's crazy so like the all yeah. dogs exemplify your personalities or something or is that just us <laughs> okay Jesus uh... <laughs> yeah yeah me and me and wiss share a personality Oh man. Well, well, me and my dog share that too. So I have to put him on a leash. I think that's what God does to me. But anyways, man, we're, we're so passionate and we're guys, we're excited about this. This is awesome. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, man. Well, you know, one, one thing that you guys share that you may not even realize is, is the connection through Ozarks Baptist encampment. Um, Chris is this coming year speaker and Mike has been the speaker for the past two years. Um, you know, and that's really where I got to know you, Micah, was when you came and did worship for us and then came back and spoke and, um, you know, just was really impressed by your heart for ministry, your love for people. And that's the reason that I knew I had to have you two guys as a part of this. Um, I'm very excited about about this this podcast and about what this can do for, for those that are out there that are struggling, you know, whether they're full-time, part-time, bivocational, volunteer we're here for you guys. And that's, that's what this podcast is about. Now, I guess I should tell a little bit about myself. And I, when they started talking about 2008 and, you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have, I have t-shirts older than that. I mean, the truth is I'm the old man of this group. (laughs) I married my college sweetheart in 1993. Okay. You want to know how old I was in 93? Uh, Yes, sure. Three. Were you alive? Okay, you were three. <laughs> I was six, Dan. Okay, Chris. Here, here's the deal. I graduated from high school in 1990. Oof. Congratulations. That's awful, yeah. man. Anyway, hey, I'm I sorry. Am, sorry, I didn't. I interrupted you there. I just wanted you to feel the love. To feel the love. Yeah. I know you're an old man. Well, Trevor Fox. I am an old man. That's that's all right. That's all right. Um, I've been serving in churches since 1990, and I have two children. And although they really kind of seem too old to be called that now, uh, my son's a junior at Washita Baptist University in Arkadelphia. My daughter's a freshman at Central Baptist College of Conway. You know, um, and there is a theme, and if you you've heard it, I'm also a graduate of Central Baptist College, except I graduated in 1995. So I guess that means that um, Chris was five when I graduated. You were our, our spiritual but, dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I graduated kindergarten in 95. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm currently the family pastor at Calvary Baptist Church in Fayetteville, in addition to being the director for the Baptist Missionary Association of Arkansas Youth Department, or as we call it, Student Ministry Matters. And I think that's a much better tag for us. And I've been a chaplain um, in a corporate setting. I've been a church planter. I've been a church growth minister, a children's minister, a college minister, a lead pastor, and a student pastor. Um, over the years, God has given me a number of great experiences while serving him and his people. And a lot of the time, I have been that second man. 
And so as um, someone who's been there a lot, um, you know, I, I understand those frustrations. And so as we go forward, you know, I, I hear you. If you are listening today and you're that second man and you're thinking, my pastor is so slow with this. Why can't things change? I've been where you are. And so just understand that. Well, that's a little bit about us, but that's not really what our podcast is going to be about all the time. We want you to know us and we want to be known by you guys. Um, but it's it's about you and where you find yourself in ministry. It's about the struggles, the difficulties, and, and the victories that you encounter. And with that in mind, I wanted to give Chris and Micah an opportunity to share maybe one piece of advice that they wish they had received early on in their ministries, specifically in the area of student ministry. And so I wanted to give these guys that opportunity. I've got a, p- a little piece for myself to share. Uh, but let's start with Micah. What would you... What would be your word of encouragement, instruction to someone who's starting this grand journey of working with students? I think mine, you know, my, my the biggest thing that I, as an exciting extrovert, you know, like a person that's not exciting, but like, I guess a person that's excited, you know, and an extrovert, you know, I really needed somebody to tell me that what I was doing was, was huge and, and a good thing and and to enjoy it. And, you know, that was something I think all of us forget is this is, you're making an impact. You know, you're making such yeah. an impact in these kids' lives. Imagine for just a second, if you, you nudge somebody in one small direction over a day, how that could impact their life in, in their life, mm-hmm. you know, and that just, that is, I wish I would have been able to tell myself that I wish, uh, and I want to impart that to somebody, maybe some of y'all like, what you're doing is making a huge impact in the lives of young Christians. Well, serving in student ministry for 12 years, you've had a chance to see some students kind of at that early stage, go all the way through. Um, I'll tell you what's wild for me now, because again, I'm the old man. I, I have students who have been a part of my student ministries that have kids that are serving God in bigger ways later on. Um, and what's cool is to actually see them not just as, as students, but they become friends. Mm. And that's a really cool thing yeah. um, to take those steps and know that we're partners in ministry now. And so, man, yeah, I love what you said. Be encouraged. You are making a difference. You may not feel like it at the time, but you're making a difference. Um, I spent a short time in Kilgore, Texas at a church, a Stone Ridge Baptist Church there. And I thought my ministry there didn't matter. Um, it was short term. It was my first part of seminary at our seminary in Jacksonville, Texas. And I just tr- struggled with what that was doing. And, you know, um, but years later, I got a call. Um, a boy's mom called me. And she was one of these, these moms, a single mom, single son. I'd taken the kid to go see Star Wars special edition when it re-released in the theater. And she told, I'm talking um, about, yeah, I know, (laughs) but uh, it was, it was fantastic. He loved it, you know? Um, But what happened was that he went and joined the Marines and um, he was killed in action. But the mom called to let me know the impact that I had had in his life. I didn't think it was anything. I just cared about a kid and it was a small thing, 
but he has firmed down his relationship with God during that time. And he spoke about it in the years to come. And I, again, didn't think it was much of anything, um, but it was such an encouragement to me. So I love what you're saying, Micah, you know, keep going. Well, and that's one thing, you know, I guess you never think that you would see that discipleship investment returned. And man, one day I was at a, a church here near North Arkansas um, or near central Arkansas. And I invested my life into this student one time and kind of like you're saying, like that investment matters. Yeah. And you know, this young student was just an athlete and you know, I got to see him grow from new faith to to surrender to the ministry uh, of, of vocation of preaching the gospel and, you know, he went to Central Baptist there in Central Arkansas and, and then went and just went out in the world. And I was so it was and it wasn't pride, I guess, but just more excitement and yeah. that God was doing this work in, in this young man. And then I was sitting as a student pastor in this church and then I moved into like an adult and, you know, associate worship or you just kind of fill another void. And we were looking for a student pastor. And guess who? was the first person that the pastor wanted to bring in was this student that I had invested my life into and just talk about for just a second, how mind boggling that is, you know, to mm-hmm. see discipleship returned like that. And, and that's what I'm trying, I guess I would want to impart as a part of this thing you and I, Dan, and we're talking about. And Chris, I know what you've experienced is the, when you get to see that discipleship return to you is mind blowing. And and huge. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, just just hearing you guys talk uh, about this. I mean, it's you know the things that the things that we often see as um, unimportant and uh, and just don't have much impact. A lot of times, turn out to be the things that are just the opposite uh, that have the most impact. And you know something that just pops in my mind hearing you guys say all this is something that the Lord has just been reaffirming in in my own life and ministry is the importance of just doing life with people Uh, of just, you know, we, we, a lot of times we use the word discipleship in a very, in a very narrow way when in reality, it's a matter of just bringing people along with us and, and doing life alongside one another. Uh, I love, I love being able to grab, um, you know, some, some of my seventh and eighth grader, uh, graders and just, and just say, Hey, you know, I've got to run to the store. Y'all just jump in the car with me and and let's go. And of course I ask their parents first, (laughs) I get, I get permission. Um, but, but I mean, you know, there's those kind of, I mean, we don't get into anything, anything really deep right there, uh, in the, in the car ride. It's just us having fun, you know, and then, you know, we're just goofing off and just having a good time, but it's just a matter of doing life, um, with, with one another. And, uh, I think, you know, the Lord started kind of bringing this about in my mind and in my heart, uh, when he actually introduced me to a book, um, called with, uh, it's a, it's a book called with by Alvin Reed and George Robinson. And uh, anyway, great, short, easy little read, but man, just filled my mind with a ton of stuff that um, that was just super practical. And, and it just makes you go, well, yeah, I mean, that's that totally makes sense. So anyway, love, love what you guys are saying there. Mm. Awesome. Well, Mike, I, I really appreciate you sharing, you know, because that it can just it can weigh you down. 
especially if you're thinking, uh, I'm not making a difference. I'm not. So, well, let me, let me go ahead and share mine. Um, I would tell a, a new youth pastor, a new youth worker is just to be authentic. Mm-hmm. And authentic is kind of a catchword now and been for the past few years, but just be yourself. You know, when I've always struggled with confidence. And so when God called me to ministry, I thought, oh no, I can't do this. I'm not the cool guy. I'm not the athletic guy. I'm none of those things. And so when I talk to students, they're just going to look at me like, oh, he's a big old nerd. You know what I've found, especially in the last 15 years, is that just being myself and being true to that big old nerd is life-changing. Um, you know, one of the the students at Temple that I reached out to, and that's my re- most recent church that I was at, um, he's now the youth pastor there. And this was a kid who who got pulled into to ministry, but it wasn't during my time there. It was just an investment, but he came over because it was, I was just being my nerdy self. We were playing video games, hanging out, just doing, doing those type of things. And, and I guess that would be my, my word um, to a new guy or a new girl is as you're working with students, just know you just, you don't have to be something special um, because God has already made you special. Um, yeah. your personality, your ministry gifts, everything has been put right there, you know, and you want to make the most of those things. You want to study, you want to pray, you want to read the word, you want to do all of those things to make yourself a better servant. But God has given you the personality he's given you for a reason. And so hang on to that. Just be authentic. That's good, man. Well, Chris, before we wrap up uh, tonight, what would be your word for those that might be considering this crazy life of ministry? Yeah, I would say listen twice as much as you speak. I think it's really important that we we hone in the really the art, and, and I would almost say it's a lost art of of listening well. Um, you know, as as uh, youth pastors and, and as, I mean, look, all three of us would agree that we love to preach the word. I mean, we want, we want to preach the word to our kids and every opportunity we get, we want to be able to, to preach. And, and we put a lot of emphasis on, on speaking. And, and I think we should put a lot of emphasis on speaking and preaching the word. But, um, I believe what paves the pathway for that preaching to be well received is whenever we make a a very intentional effort of listening well to to students uh, and and to, and also to their parents and to others who want to speak into our life. And so, just to 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 make a, a really conscious effort of of listening really really well, and and a lot of times that starts, I believe, with asking good questions, questions that would lead to that, that student or that, uh, that mom or that dad to, to really share some, some open thoughts. Uh, and, and so I, I would just say in a very simple way that we need to, um, we need to learn to listen twice as much as we speak. Man, that is so important right now with the things that students are going through. Um, Mm -hmm just working through a 
Micah, you got something to add? Man, I, I, you guys know I don't listen just great. <laughs> you know, I'm such a bless my poor heart. I'm just an extrovert. And, you know, I called you a nerd earlier, Danny, because I am a nerd. You know, video games is what I use to reach kids. But, man, listening, there was there was some times, guys, that I didn't know that these kids are crying out for help. And in that time, Chris, you know, I'm so grateful that you said what you did. Because in that time, you know who was the that God provided my life to, to make me to wake myself up and what I wasn't doing and listening, my wife. Mm. And, man, our the, the, the role our wives play – in ministry is huge. And I'm so grateful you also said about preaching and how we care for preaching, but without the relationship to the sheep or to our people or to the students, like when they really know that you also struggle and that when you're listening and and you're hearing their struggle, that you're also able to give them, you know, those, those uh, portions of wisdom and, and not, not just wisdom maybe, but just personal life experience and struggles that we have. I so often, I, I, wish I would have been a much better listener. And those those times where my wife would kind of give that elbow tap. I think my left side of my body has a personal, like permanent dent from where my wife has nudged me to listen. <laughs> and and man, those times of listening to a student that is bearing their heart, that's that is a treasure. That is a that is proof that you are doing um a good job as a student worker when your student comes to you and confides in you. That is a beautiful moment that I just wanted to say that it's awesome. Yeah. Amen. I'm thankful for my wife as well, man. I'm I'm telling you there's, they have, they have ears that hear things that, that I would never hear. And, uh, you know, I know that maybe people listening to this, uh, you know, either are married or maybe aren't there yet. Um, but you know, whatever, whatever boat you're in, um, you know, I, I would just say we need to learn to listen to the people around us as they speak into our life and, and really consider what, what they have to say and, and to know that we have some, we have some good gifts of people around us in our churches. And as, as you said, even in our homes, that's good. You know, I'm, I have to say I'm doubly blessed. Uh, my wife is a professional counselor, and so she has been trained. And more than that, she was created to be who she is professionally. It's just incredible to see. She works with kids, with families. Um, it, but she is such a part of my ministry. And so a good partner, man, that's that's the way to go. And if you... Amen. If you can't do ministry with your spouse, then there's a problem and you need to work through those problems. Um, but, you know, as, as was said, it, you may not find yourself in that place. You may be a single adult working with students and you need to be connected with other people. And that's one of the reasons that we're here. Uh, we're here for, for you guys that are listening, for you guys and you girls. Um, the idea is that we want to connect and, and hopefully we've done a little bit of that today as we've talked about some big ideas for someone who's maybe just starting in the ministry, some words of advice, and maybe you've been in it for a long time and you needed to hear, hear what was said, you know, this idea of being, being encouraged because you are making a difference wherever you find yourself. Um, maybe you needed a reminder to be authentic and to be the real you and not try to put on a mask every time you get up in front of your students trying to be 
Mr. Fun, but just be yourself. And then, and then I love this one. Listen more than you speak. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we just, we got to listen to students. They need to hear from, they need to know that there's somebody who is hearing them, Amen. really just hearing them. Well, guys, do you guys have anything to add today as we were, get close to wrapping up? Well, Dan, I, I'll just say that, you know, you said multiple times that you're a nerd, but you've forgotten to mention that you're old as well. Yes. <laughs> and Chris, you forgot to mention that you are a goober. <laughs> that is true, but I was hoping you guys would forget. Yeah, and and I'm just some loudmouth, so we're all there together. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I got to tell you, if you're listening, and we hope you are, um, it, you're in for a ride. Well, serving in student ministry can be incredibly rewarding, but it is definitely not easy. And that's what makes things like this podcast important. We need to connect with other student ministry workers. We need the encouragement, words of wisdom, and the fun that we can find from others who have walked down this road. We also need to be constantly seeking how to share an unchanging truth with an ever-changing culture. It's hard, but it's what God has called us all to do. So let's embrace it together because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.